in-depth, investigative. This is KXAN News Today. Sometimes an investigation, it runs its own course, and sometimes you find the person right away, you know, the same day or, or a day later, um, and sometimes it takes a while. In just a few hours, Hayes County investigators are going to tell us some new details about the person they believe purposefully started a deadly fire five years ago. Thanks for joining us. I'm Tom Miller. Good morning. I'm Sally Hernandez. Law enforcement say they have arrested someone. They arrested a suspect and they arrested this person almost exactly five years ago. This month, July 20th, 2018, when the fire at the iconic village apartments in San Marcos killed five people and seriously injured several others. And at the time, the building did not have a sprinkler system. The fire started overnight while many people were living there and they were asleep. For one man who was living at the complex at the time, the arrest comes as a relief, but also stirs up dark memories of the night he woke up to find his apartment on fire. Just remembering those screams uh, during that night, and personally, sometimes I do have nightmares. Fire investigators are going to talk about this at 10 o'clock this morning when it comes to the arrest, the suspect, and the case. And we're going to carry that press briefing live for you on KXAN.com. We'll also have the latest updates for you on our newscast at noon and online right now. You can read more about the impact of this fire and some of the lawsuits filed. Now, one of the victims, another one, Zachary Sutterfield, received third-degree burns to 70% of his body, and his injuries were so severe, doctors did not even think that he would survive. Year after the fire, he had this message for the person who set that apartment on fire. But I was always taught that God forgives, and you have to be a better person. It's hard. It's hard, but if the person that's out there is watching this, I forgive you. And if we raise a little bit more. A year after sharing that message, he spoke with KXAN saying he's now focusing on his future, including working with and raising money for the nonprofit Sons of the Flag. They're taking really good care of us. Yes. And we want to be able to give back a little bit to them. Mm -hmm. And if we raise a little bit more, great. Yes. And if they can use that to help another family, that, that's our real intent. Yeah. We would love them to be able to help someone else like they're helping us. Yes. We have hope again. And, you know, right now, that's, that's a big thing to have. Sons of the Flag's mission is to help fund traumatic burn treatment research help veterans, first responders, and civilians who are burn survivors. First warning weather with meteorologist Kristen Curry. Well, good Thursday morning. Good to be back with you this morning. We start with a dry sky, but some cloud cover out there. This is the view from our rock and dirt yard camera there in beauty. Visibility looks great. Dry roads on your way in. Temperatures this morning in those upper 70s for most of us. 79 right now in Georgetown. 79 in Austin. 77 Rockdale. We've even got all of the hill country in those upper 70s at the moment. Looking at the difference between right now and 24 hours ago, a little cooler by one to two degrees, and we carry this cooling trend into the later part of the day. Yesterday, we topped out in the upper 90s. I think with a better storm chance today, more clouds blocking some of that sun. We're only going to see a high in the lower 90s, which is definitely a win for this time of year. A 20% chance of storms around noon. 
that grows to 40% after we get past the lunch hours. So something to plan for for your evening commute home. Your air quality forecast looks fantastic. No problems there. Coming up in your first morning forecast, we're going to be talking about this best rain chance because after today, things really drop off. So hoping to get as much as we can out of those clouds this afternoon. We are getting hotter again heading into the weekend. We'll give you a preview of those numbers coming up in my first morning forecast. Okay, thank you, Kristen. Later today, two Democratic state representatives are going to reveal a plan they say will provide property tax relief to all Texans. They also guarantee a solid foundation for public schools. Property tax relief, the only item the governor wants lawmakers to tackle during the second special session. At stake is $18 billion the state has set aside to lower property taxes. But the governor and the Senate are divided on the best way to go about it. House Speaker Dade Phelan told reporters he met with Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick yesterday afternoon. However, we don't know whether their conversation gets us any closer to a bill. Austin's Vicki Goodwin and Dallas's John Bryant, they're going to talk about their plan this morning at 930. Well, we may soon get details, more details about the FBI search of Donald Trump's Florida resort. A Florida judge ordered more information to be made public about the warrant that led the FBI to discover classified documents at Mar-a-Lago. The judge did not unseal the entire thing, though, and it's not unclear, it's not rather clear, when the details will be made public, but we know that Trump has pled not guilty in the case. A Dallas developer at the center of a fight over a state park is giving his side of the story later today. Fairfield Lake State Park is northeast of Waco, sits on property that Sean Todd bought earlier this year. Todd plans to turn this property into a gated community with about 400 multi-million dollar homes. Park closed and the state's lease on the property ended last month. However, the state says it's going to use eminent domain to condemn and then take over the property. There is a new way to get to Central America starting today from Austin. Austin city leaders are going to be at the airport this morning to mark the launch of Austin's newest non-stop flight. Copa Airlines is flying directly four days a week to Panama City. The airline will be the sixth international airline at Austin's airport and the fourth new carrier to launch since 2020. New doubts raised about a missing man who turned up in Houston five years later why his mom is now being questioned. And a progress report on how 911 is filling vacant Austin positions. Good morning, everyone. This is a live look to start off your day on this Thursday, July the 6th. We're going to talk to Kristen for the latest look at your weather. And the Erica's back. She also has a look at your traffic, too. As we continue on here on KXAN News today, now, a Houston man recently found after being reported missing about eight years ago, he was reported missing. Now he's found, but we're told he may not have been missing after all. Rudy Farias and his mom met with Houston police and a community activist. That's Farias covered in a white blanket you see there leaving a hotel yesterday. That activist telling reporters that Farias turned, returned home two days after being reported missing in 2015. Quinnell X says Farias wouldn't speak around his mother, but opened up once she left the room. Says his, uh, he says that Farias's mother told him to hide because police were going to arrest him for running away. She had convinced him that he was in so much trouble for initially running away. And she gave this boy serious drugs to the point to where this boy needs extensive 
professional help. Right now, Farias's mom does not face any charges. NBC tried to reach her for comment, but we did not hear back. How a decision made by state lawmakers could be impacting where and how you buy your next pet. A new scam to look out for. How thieves are hoping to use your relationship to get money out of you. Preseason all Big 12 team really doesn't mean much, but it's fun to talk about. And well, the Longhorns have the most of any of the 14 Big 12 schools. I've got more on that coming up. Welcome back, everyone. Austin police say the average hold time for a 911 call in the city is three minutes, but they say they answer 70% of calls within 15 seconds. Big difference there. KXAN's Brianna Hollis has an update on call center staffing levels as more people face delays getting help. Please hold for the next available call taker. On hold with 911. Plenty of Austin Knights have found themselves in this position. Nobody calls 911 for fun. Like, we need help. And it's something people continue to write into us about. Right now we're in a crisis. Dennis Ferris, oh, the president of the Austin Police Retired Officers Association, details one of the most recent examples as told to him by one of his members. Where he had had to call 911 for an elderly couple. Uh, he had he had gone over to check on him and he had found the wife deceased. Ferris says after the man couldn't get through to 911 after calling multiple times, he told his wife to go to the fire station nearby. She drove to the fire station, knocked on the door. He's still there. Fire and EMS showed up even before he was able to make the fourth phone call and get through to 911. APD is still looking into this specific incident for us, but we did get an update from the department on current staffing numbers. Right now, there are 47 call taker vacancies out of 104 positions. In October, APD reported 49 vacancies. So despite last year's salary increases and other recruitment efforts, the shortage still persists. In a statement, the department says it has seen an increase in applications, but noted it is still, quote, short many positions. It's a very stressful job. Ferris says he wishes the city stepped in sooner to bring in more call takers and do something to slow the attrition rate. This is an overall systemic problem in the city itself. Brianna Hollis, KXAN News. If you do find yourself on hold with 911, the department says you don't want to hang up and try again because that will put you at the bottom of the queue. And you may remember last October, the Austin Police Department tried something new, something unusual to help with the call taker shortage. APD allowed sworn employees like police sergeants to work overtime answering calls on their days off. Some good news this morning if you're looking for a way to cool off later today. Deep Eddy Pool now back to normal hours. Open from 8 in the morning to 8 at night every day to return to normal pool hours after it went through various repairs. And it, it's that time of year where the State Fair of Texas is out. It has the uh, semi-finalists for the 19th annual Big Tex Choice Awards. Mm -hmm. We don't have time to name all 36 foods listed here, but we can share a few of these sweet and savory treats. First is the Churios, deep fried churros and cookies and cream. Mm. Also deep fried Vietnamese coffee, mm. coffee infused cake. Rolled and deep fried, sounds good. It's dusted with powdered sugar, is served with condensed milk, or the fruity pebble pickle, interesting. Whole dill pickle wrapped in a fruit roll-up, 
coated wow. in fruity pebbles. Kristen's laughing and drizzled in a strawberry snow cone syrup. And if you're looking for savory Creole etouffee beignets, it has shrimp smoked sausage rice and dipped in beignet batter and fried. A fried Monte Cristo, that's, you know, that's a brisket, that's a turkey cheese, that served with raspberry chipotle barbecue sauce. The Texas tie-up, combination of pork and beef, battered and rolled in pad thai noodles, deep fried. We can go on and on, but what you just need to know is that everything is deep fried. Yes, Every food you can much. imagine on any planet <laughs> is deep fried when it comes to the Texas As bear. it should be. As it should be. Yeah. yeah, coffee, goodness. Yeah, that sounds good. Fruity pebble Pickle. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if pickles what I want in the middle of that. Like a little a, sour a, twist. Little, yeah. I, I think it's more fruity pebble <laughs> than pickle. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and it's one thing you think, you know, okay, pickle, fruity pebble, that's a lot. But like Texas takes it one step further. Yeah. Let's wrap it Doesn't in a fruit roll-up yeah. and then and dip it in the batter. Yeah. <laughs> that is a lot. Let me get to start with the look at your forecast here because as far as what we've got going on today, technically speaking, today will be the coolest and wettest day of the next week. Now, we know we're not going to be breaking out jackets. It's still July, but temperatures actually quite manageable today. Let's begin with clouds and radar not showing anything around us. We do have some storms up in the panhandle. I'm expecting better storm chances for us later today. So it's a dry commute currently underneath some of those clouds and a temperature of 79 degrees here in Austin. Most of us in those upper 70s. Where are we going from the 70s? Well, by lunchtime, likely to see 80s. And then we'll briefly touch 93 later this afternoon with the rain chance coming in at about 30 to 40%. But this won't happen until this afternoon. The thing about it, though, is because of the timing, some of us might get some of that rain cooled air, specifically out in the east. This is why your forecast high temperatures are a little cooler in our eastern counties by 4 o'clock, just because this is when I expect some of those storms to be firing up. But most of us, especially west of I-35, will be pushing 90 degrees or hotter. Now let's talk about the timing of this, because the clouds are there this morning. From about morning to lunchtime, I'm not expecting a whole lot of activity. By the time we hit 1, 2, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, then we start to see these storms bubble up. A little disturbance down in the Gulf, plenty of sunshine coming in up top. These storms will be isolated as scattered in coverage. And this, again, is going to be this afternoon, early evening. But once we lose the sun around sunset, these storms fade very quickly. So it'll be a pretty short window of seeing storms, but we could pick up anywhere from a few hundred seven inch to maybe pockets of half an inch or more. But those be few and far between. Not everybody's going to get the rain, but today is going to be the wettest day of the next seven. Considering that rain chance at 40% today falls to 10% tomorrow, and then they disappear completely out of the forecast from this weekend on. Once the rain clears, you can see what's coming, right? From 90s today and tomorrow, low 100s, return Saturday and then every single day after one to two degrees hotter. That's what we can expect all the way into next week up to about 103, 104 Monday, Tuesday. Your overnight lows also getting warmer in the mid to upper 70s. Well, Houston area wife recently got the surprise of her marriage in the mail. Bryce Newberry explains how a scammer not only tried to trick the couple, but hurt a stranger in the process. Next month, Beth and Richard Sewell will celebrate 46 years married. We've been married an awful long time. And I'm not worried about us. But when she opened the mailbox last week, a legit looking letter in here sent her back in there quickly and with questions. The three page letter came first class mail in a window envelope addressed to her. It read, I have hard evidence of your husband cheating on you with, I'm sorry, me. 
Written by Gina, claiming to be a private escort in the past, she asks for a reasonable offer to sell the proof. Photos, videos, even text messages. The money, she says, will go to her baby girl's health issues. A, he wouldn't have had an affair, and B, there wouldn't have been a baby come out of it, because he just certainly, he has not been up to it the last several years. For okay, the last four years, Richard bank. has been battling lymphoma. I said, boy, they picked the wrong fellow to put this on. Gina isn't a made-up person. A picture of her ID and social security card came in the letter to prove she's real. But police say Gina is a victim of identity theft. If someone hacked into her Microsoft account, um, and stole um, a copy of the driver's license and the social security number. Detective Christopher Rodriguez says the elaborate scam involving computer or artificial intelligence generated letters is a new one for the Memorial Village's police department. We're concerned uh, with the additional use of AI to try to scam people. Um, that, uh, that just may just be the beginning of, uh, of a lot more scams that we see. Chief Ray Schultz says unsuspecting wives should treat the letters as junk mail. Tear it up, shred it, throw it away, don't answer it, uh, no matter how curious you may be. The Sewells weren't curious knowing the status of their relationship, but don't want anyone else getting duped. Don't take a letter in the mail at face value. That was Bryce Newberry reporting for us in Houston. Now, KXAN has reported on the most common scams in the Austin area. Topping the list, online purchases, employment phishing, sweepstakes, and, of course, debt collection. Students at Texas State University now have 24-7 counseling services available to them for free. University says it's thanks to a new partnership with a virtual health provider, Timely Care. Texas State says mental health problems happen at all times of the day, and this allows the school to meet those needs. The fact that we can provide these virtual services 24-7 from anywhere in the United States at no cost to the student, I think, is just a tremendous service to be able to provide. Texas State says on a college campus, the typical wait time for an initial counseling session is two to three weeks. That cuts that time down to less than five minutes with the new option. Student just needs to download the Timely Care app and use their Texas State Net ID to access the services. Well, when we go in depth here, we're taking a closer look at the overall mental health of Hayes County. And according to U.S. News and World Report, last year, just more than 12% of adults in Hayes County reported dealing with frequent mental distress. That's a little less than the state average and even less than the U.S. average. Food and Drug Administration is expected to make a final decision today to approve a drug to treat Alzheimer's. The FDA granted uh, accelerated approval of Lakembi in January. This will be the first drug identified to slow the progression of Alzheimer's. Clinical trials show the drug slowed the rate of cognitive decline by 27%. That was in an 18-month study. The study involved people in the early stages of Alzheimer's. And Twitter's latest competitor is now live, and it's going strong. It's going strong. You just signed up, just right? Just signed up. I, I'm on thread at News Tom. You signed up also. Yeah, so you can keep your Instagram um, account and name and just launch the two, pair the two, yeah. marry them, and there you go. Instagram, its parent company, Meta, launched threads yesterday. Experts say it's uh, it's a process that you just sign up from Instagram. It's going to give Meta founder Mark Zuckerberg an edge, and this is what a lot of people like, an edge over Elon Musk. The backing of Meta and, and the fact that it 
the the company already has so many users that they can just uh, essentially uh, flip a switch and create a Twitter competitor uh, really makes it something to watch here in, in the coming weeks and months. How many users? Well, just two hours after it launched, Zuckerberg said the service had more than two million signups. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good morning to you. It's prediction season. Big 12 naming their all-conference team voted on by the media. Longhorns leading the way with five, including two on defense, including the preseason pick for player of the year on defense, Jalen Ford. A lot of people thought he should have gotten that honor last year. He's an All-American. 119 tackles and four big interceptions. He's joined on the defensive side of the ball by defensive lineman Byron Murphy. Only started one game, but he was productive and he had a big spring, according to Steve Sarkeesian. On the offensive side, Longhorns with three, including Xavier Worthy. Wide receiver had 60 catches, nine touchdowns, and he did it with a broken wrist in the last part of the season. Joined by Jatavian Sanders, Longhorn tight end. He had a breakout sophomore season, 54 catches and six touchdowns, considered one of the best in the country. And their big left tackle, now a sophomore, Kelvin Banks. He'll get some serious All-American consideration as well. So Texas had five, Kansas State defending champs, TCU and Kansas with four. Kansas has the preseason offensive player of the year. That's quarterback Jalen Daniels. Big 12 media days next Wednesday and Thursday. And then about a month away from the start of practice. Thanks for joining KXAN News today. You can also listen to KXAN News Nightly every weekday after 5.30 p.m. for in-depth coverage on what matters most to you.